This podcast is brought to you by listeners like you through Patreon and Coffee.com. Thank you. We're also brought to you by Libris Arcana. Stay tuned during this podcast for more information and promo codes. And shall I shall I still roll a survival here? Yeah, uh, with advantage because you are following a road. Fourteen. That is good enough to not suddenly go off the road and get lost and find yourself like amongst goblins or something. <laughs> and uh, Nark will be keeping an eye on the coast as he walks. Yeah, uh, the, coast. the coast. Uh, the coast is always to your right. Uh, it is a um, fjord or a sound, depending on where you are and how they named it. Uh, they actually call this Swordfall Bay. It's actually, um, even though it's a cold day, it's a nice day. Um, you can see the world around you. There are like bits of forest here and there. You go over a small river. Um, and, you know... You pass by a few quaint cottages, and as you travel, you see a town in the distance, and you see that near the coast, there is a large, fancy-looking building with many, many luxury boats. Oh, piers. Appears that this is a uh, fairly wealthy town, or at least there's some wealth here. Doesn't doesn't it, uh, mm, Muldra? Uh, she per- perks up her ears, and if she could blush, she probably would. <laughs> and uh, you keep uh, going down. On top of her, and uh, you know she's just taking her time. She's taking in the sights and sounds. Uh, there are merchants going back and forth uh, from uh, chipped into Swordfall. Uh, this seems like a well-used, busy road. You're never really alone on this. And uh, as you get closer, um, it isn't a walled city, which is kind of weird. Um, a, there are a lot of walled cities around here. You just notice that a lot of the houses are multi-storied, are well-constructed, and um, it seems like the houses are just built very well. There's also a large guard presence here. Uh, They are all wearing... um, They kind of look like guards in Swordfall, but they have a different color scheme... Uh, which, I don't know. What kind of color scheme do they have, Dork? Oh, let's see. I would think that they would have, let's see, something probably prestigious looking. Uh, we'll say uh, a white and blue type of color scheme. 
cool. Probably a royal blue. Yeah, a royal like, blue of some sort. And like gold, like um, details and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the gold linings with the white and the royal blue and. Yeah, and they probably painted very clean. Their, yeah, probably painted their armor in like a white enamel. It's super fancy, but yeah, there's the, a the lot white of almost them. looks like pearl. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot of these guys on the street. I mean, it, it almost looks like if there was a problem in this town, they would swoop in and probably take care of whatever is going on with their nice, shiny, almost what looks like to be untouched glaives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norik will have his, uh, his hood back so as not to appear suspicious and just be riding with dignity and uh, you come in and uh the guards actually greet you quite well and um hello there fellow traveler greetings yes how do you need any directions to anywhere in the town Uh, hmm. You know, I, uh, I could use, actually, uh, a sip of ale. Uh, is there a place where I can go find, uh, perhaps a, a decent ale around town here? Oh, naturally, naturally. You've been traveling for quite a long time, haven't you? And the weather is quite cold. Well, oh, it's I... cold, but uh, it is a beautiful day nonetheless. Oh, yes. The sun is actually fully out, isn't it? And there's not a cloud in the sky. And he looks up. And uh, he looks very hopeful and happy. He must be a very well-paid guard. Or he gets to brutally like beat everyone who gets out of line. But, you know, hopefully you don't find out. Oh, yes. The, the alehouse that you want. Um, well, the closest one to this area is called the Traveler's Rest. It is actually quite fitting. A lot of travelers do go there. Indeed, the name sounds fitting. Yes, well, it's not as um, rustic as the uh, Pig and Stein, but, you know, the Traveler's Rest is just a fine place. Fine place indeed. Uh, you know, I imagine uh, rustic is not exactly the style of this town, I take it. So that well, is just fine some... with me. There are some people who like to hold it to their roots and pretend they're still farmers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, he waves you on. Have a great, have a wonderful day. As I hope you have one as well. Thank you. And uh, you know, everybody actually seems kind of friendly, like out here. Um. They're just, uh, you know, tending to their business. The bakers are, like, putting freshly baked bread on shelves. Every window pane has a uh, flower pot, flower display, flower bin, whatever. Something with flowers. Um, and it looks like, you know, they have all their uh, f uh, winter greenery out. So there's, like, a lot of uh, evergreen branches bundled up to into like um wreaths 
or different kind of displays. Uh, there is kind of the fresh smell of nutmeg and cinnamon coming from decorations. There are ribbons. It looks like they're they are getting ready for some kind of winter holiday. Ah, let's see. So, Norik actually will be <laughs> trying to remember the more specific directions of where to go here to seek out this uh, this residence where the tea set is. Um, give me a history check. Let's see how much you actually do remember of all the instructions and where it is. Eight. Oh, same as before. You have a vague recollection of where you need to go. Uh, you do remember fully the tea set and what it looks like, and the more you think about it, the more out of place it seems in this area. Hmm. Because the tea set looks like, you know, it was a... It looks like a very rustic, pounded tin tea set with little etchings pounded into the side. Uh, it, it, it wasn't, like, painted. It wasn't didn't have like diamonds or anything encrusted on it. It was just very simple, very rustic looking. But the guard did say there are some people who try to hold on to their farming roots. And uh, I think uh, Nark is going to take a mosey around town on Herberta. Just uh doing a little wave to any guard who may acknowledge him. Yep, um, and you get acknowledged by all of them. <laughs> Just, you know, being respectful and not suspicious at all. <laughs> nope, nope. You are you are being 100% good boy Norik. And uh, while... Moseying around town at a relaxed pace uh, atop Roberta. Um, Muldra, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, Narc will be keeping an eye out for the kinds of places, or maybe if it's just inside a window he might be passing by, or just the kind of places that may seem like he could find such a tea set. So you kind of go to the north of town, more inland, where it seems like there are very nice thatch roof, roof houses here. Um, what some of the English would call chocolate boxes. They have the nice, like, dark thatch tops, and they're, like, whitewashed with, like, dark wood holding them up. Uh, they look very pristine and preserved, and they're kind of, like, they didn't build them up. They just kind of built them out. So... Every plot of land looks like it has several houses on it, but really it's just the same residence. And mm -hmm. um, you actually do notice that there are more horses uh, kind of in the yards here uh, hanging out. Um, you notice a mule or two. Um, other than like four-legged animals that you ride or you you know use to pull carts, there's not really like, well, no, there is like a chicken or two just running around free. 
Um, there are actually wild rabbits like munching on some of the flowers that are still out and about. And um, yeah, it seems pretty idealistic. We're going to pause things for a moment and have a word from our sponsors. Libris Arcana. Do you like role-playing games, but you have no dice? Are you a dice dragon and just need a horde dice? Libris Arcana has you covered. Libris Arcana offers both a monthly and quarterly subscription to get dice. Yeah, that's right. They send you dice monthly or every three months. They also sell individual dice sets and great leather protective book covers for your gaming manuals. Go to www.librisarcana.com. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A.com to find out more. And if you use the promo code SWORDFALLFAN, you get a discount. Look in the description below for more details. And now back to the story. You do you go a little bit out of town because there's still like houses more toward the north. Uh, I'll I'll go check it out. Well, finally. You make it to a house. It almost seems like the last house before you go out of, out of the um, proper city limits. And it, you go up a hill, just a slight hill, and suddenly winter has turned into spring right across a fence line. So here you are at a fence. It's a very like sturdy built fence. And in the middle of this uh, area is one of another like thatched roof house that um, looks very nice. But inside the yard, there are just flowers blooming. Hmm. Uh, you can do a nature check to see what kind of flowers they are, um, or a perception check to see if there's anything weird, or an arcana check to see if there's anything <laughs> magical going on. Or you can do all of them and hope you get something above an eight. <laughs> no. I'll do some investigation. See what I see about the, the property. Ooh, 15. So, it looks like someone trapped springtime in their yard it's really weird um you see all the signs of spring actually in there there are birds that usually migrate out of the area that are in there there are bees buzzing around happy um there's even a few rabbits that just kind of hang around sniff at some of the plants and um you know the there's just so many plants and so many things blooming, but the oddest thing is it looks like they're in a continuous cycle of blooming and dying and reblooming. And it takes you like maybe like how long would you stand there and watch this cycle happen? Oh, just uh 
not standing there oddly long, um, sort of slowly walking past, or slowly riding past, just staring curiously. Yeah, you notice that, well, or you estimate within the course of maybe like three or four hours, a, a flower would actually like go through a full life cycle and then rebloom again just by watching it. And like as you're slowly going around, the front door finally opens. And standing there, watching you curiously, is almost what seems to be a young woman who is an elf. She has long, flowing, golden hair. Uh, it's probably actually, like, kind of on that, like, reddish-gold side. Mm. Her face is just wonderful and beautiful. Uh, she's wearing a few medallions around her. She's wearing a bunch of bangles. She doesn't look like some of the rich people that you've been seeing within uh, Chipton. There's something odd about her. Hmm. Does uh does she look my way? Oh yes, and she waves. And, oh, uh, hello there. Are you Are you a I happen to be a halfling with an enchanted mule? And Mark <laughs> is kind of lean and look at Herberta and <laughs> look back at, uh, at the uh, elf lady. And he'll say, Well, uh, I think that's about the oddest greeting I've ever received, but uh, yes, in fact. Uh, we were just we we're admiring your uh, your uh, yard here. It's quite lovely. Oh yes, it's it's enchanted. If that's the question you're asking, I like to keep a series of herbs on hand to help cure people. And with medicine doctors, how it is today, some people like to stick to the old ways. I'm in Curie, by the way, in Curie Hex daughter. Incuria Hex daughter. Oh, it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Norik Valtzberg of um, uh, shoot, remembering my town name. <laughs> uh, Norik Valtzberg of Longbarrow. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, it's uh, it, it's okay. Everyone made it out okay. Um, yes, but Cobalt's attacks due to Dragon Orders are such horrible things. I mean, you can come in. You're not going to die. I'm not going to bite you. I'm not going to horribly trap you <laughs> in a snow globe or anything like that. I know they say I'm a witch, but I'm just a healer. Oh, believe me. I've, I've met and traveled with much more questionable. Um, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> And you can set your mule near the trough. I'm pretty sure she will love to smell the mint near it and drink out of the water, even though I'm pretty sure she would probably actually like some biscuits, and she kind of looks almost knowingly. <laughs> biscuits, huh? As Norik looks towards uh, 
Maldra. Uh, Maldra kind of gives a look of what is this lady's game and what is she getting at? Like, she's having all the suspicion here. And uh, Narkel whisper to Herberta, I know it's weird, but we will just be checking it out and I'll be keeping my wits about me. Well, call my name. Um, I hope you don't mind. I already have a guest oh. over. But she's a pleasant young woman. Ah, very well then. Then Norik will... Um, I guess having already dismounted uh, Herberta to, to whisper to her. Or Maldra. <laughs> Malberta. <laughs> Malberta. Um, <laughs> um, well, uh... Uh, not tie her up at all. Um, but don't worry about uh, Herberta here. Um, she's fine to uh, stay unroped. And uh, yes, I'd, I'd gladly love to come in. And, um, you know, she uh, lets you in. Uh, she follows you. She closes the door behind her. And um, her small little cottage has a lot of square footage. It's filled with pillows and tables and some strange doors disconnected from everything else. And, uh, like, it's it's one room, and there's, like, what seems to be a kitchen that's kind of a disarrayed mess, except for a few pieces that look like they're along together. And um, the sitting area, there's already a human... Uh, and she is just has kind of cat-like eyes. She has black hair. She's wearing a sneer on her face as she's looking at you, almost like she is looking at you like a cat looking at a bird through a window. And um, you can tell uh, she is tattooed up. Like her, she has arm sleeve tattoos up and down and uh, she looks a little out of place in this kind of like serene hippie atmosphere uh pardon the uh, intrusion uh, i was invited in uh nork Valtspur of Longbarrow. pleasure to meet you hello there you can call me edna for right now. Well, uh, pleasure to meet you, Edna. And she takes your hand, and uh, she has just the smoothest hands, and they are soft, and they are warm. And uh, it kind of gives you a chill up your spine, because it seems like how she's touching you is the complete opposite of how she would treat you. It's like when a cat gently sets their paws on top of a bird, and you know that the cat's going to eventually slash its throat, but it's just toying with it right now.
podcast is powered by listeners like you. Thanks. Please like, comment, rate, share, and subscribe wherever you can. Consider supporting us through Patreon, Coffee.com, or by hitting the listener support button on our Anchor.fm page. Follow and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Discord. For all these links, look in the description below. If you liked our podcast, consider listening to these other great podcasts. A long, long time ago, in a land far away named Phylor, there were four legendary adventurers. We are the Adventurous Four, renowned across the land. Using their cunning and strength, the party defeats many monsters and saves many lives. Nick takes his fairy blade and stabs it into his other eyeball. Oh, oh my god! Can, can you go jump on my back? Do I cast Expeditious Retreat? Like, yeah. Uh, can Bob roll a d20 for me? I don't like that. I, I don't like how you ask that. D20 business. What if I rolled a one? What if I told you I just rolled a one? Come and join us weekly at How the Quest Was Won. Found anywhere where podcasts are located. Purchase not necessary. No real magic was used in the making of this podcast.